Blog Talk Radio. and things like that from Jacksonville, North Kakalaki to Jacksonville, Florida. Glad that Hunter Tilton, the tune in one more again. We show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year the Queen quite head pun the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad for be the hostess of Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Where every Monday we the key upliftment to the living legacy and the pay ancestral homage. So it's so glad that Hunter Chillin' tune in one more again this evening for Join We, for we final episode of 2016, the Black Music Month celebration in the Gullah Geechee Nation. So this evening, we want to crack, we teach us a little bit more about the Gullah Geechee musical legacy. You know, because plenty of Hunter Chillin' The day out on her, this your money thing like that, joining in to the party. You've been to the Soul Music Fest and thing like that up the road in Chucktown. You've been right there, the Juneteenth and thing like that, with the drums and things with the sound. But Hunter children might not know where all of this shit are coming from and thing like that. So let me crack we teeth a little bit, but that is evening. Before we get quiet, we want to dedicate this your program to Kiro and all of them. What we did it. In the Stoner Rebellion. Them was the Mecti drum. And still been a march. A cry, Liberty! 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 That we want the children for no. And have a stay down under my daughter last. But they can grind on and be free. So we want to give thanks for all of them. 
and this show gonna get your journey. Cause we were not there, still a cow on we legacy. If we ain't been for them, we'll fight for we and fight for we for be free. So let me take a moment of silence right now for all of them who have did it back at Yona in seventeen thirty nine. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Well, so glad that Hunter chilling to join we one more again. But we sure and thing like that at it. Me will crack my teeth out the rest of the said all the children were the Yeti, we all rung the wall and thing like that. I can't stand all of what we the crack with deep boat this evening. And I am so happy that you are back here with me. I'm Queen Quet, Chiefess and Head of State for the Gullah Geechee Nation and the hostess for Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. So I am glad that you have tuned in once again to our show for our continued celebration of Black Music Month. This is our last edition of this year's celebration, but that is not where the drums stop playing. That is not where the celebration ends. There is more to our journey and a whole lot more to our story. We want to make sure that all 100 children go to gullahgeechee.info, G-U-L-L-A-H, G-E-E-C-H-E-E. If 100 want to go, go to gullahgeechee.info. And so definitely we want you to see the information for the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival that is coming up the first weekend of August in DeChuck, right downtown Charlestown. And so definitely if you want to be a part of our celebration here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, go ahead. You can go to Eventbrite already and purchase your advance passes. You get discounts by purchasing those things online now. So we definitely encourage you to go ahead and get your advance passes now and make sure that you bring the family out to join us in August. But, you know, that is the end of a celebration of the week. We have the Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week that is going to be taking place. It's going to launch at Mesquita Beach on July the 30th at noon. And so if you're going to come to St. Helena Island or you're from St. Helena Island, make sure you go to the St. Helena Community Market at the Dr. Martin Luther King Memorial Park early that morning. Go at 10. That will end at 1. But we start at noon at Mosquito Beach, and it is going to be a show down on the water because our DJ known Low Country Sea Island, Gullah Geechee Nationwide, Frankie the Big Bopper, is going to be in the house. Yes, for those who ever been to Mosquito Beach, you may have been there when he first started off. Right there, his first gig was there, right off from Solagree at Mosquito Beach. Frankie the Big Bopper is going to be spinning that afternoon after I do a presentation. We have Brother Ernest Parts presenting a dramatic presentation about Mosquito Beach. We're going to have historic tours of Mosquito Beach, the various buildings that have reopened that are restaurants so that you can have a little bit for Nampon and things like that. We're going to have the cast net maker out, craft artists out. I'll be there signing autographs and doing our periscope and all that good stuff with everybody, getting the photos in and the books sold 
and the DVDs and the CDs and everything. And you also have an opportunity to then see the new projects that we are working on that we need your support with to finish getting this historic district reestablished as a place of celebration here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. So plan for Gullah Geechee Family Day at Mesquita Beach, July the 30th. That's a Saturday, noon to 7. Before you come up there, if you're in the St. Helena Island area, get to the market at 10 a.m. That way, once you already shop there and you go ahead to leave, you can get up to Mesquita Beach right as we are kicking it off with the music and the welcome at noon, 1230-ish. That's when we'll have the welcome going on so that we can give folks a little bit of time to get from one place to the next. So definitely we want you to come on out. We know many of the artisans and the business owners, the entrepreneurs that are part of the St. Helena Community Market are planning to close down at 1 on St. Helena and then make their way up to Mesquita Beach by 3, which will be around the time that I'll be presenting as well. So make sure that you come on up and then be there for the Grand Slam Gullah Geechee Jam with Frankie the Big Bopper. And then that will launch the entire celebration of Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week. This year our theme is a celebration of self-determination. And then this will go all the way through all of the Gullah Geechee Nation. There will be tours. There's going to be restaurants open. There's going to be a number of different activities, proclamations being given out in towns, receptions, museum exhibits, all kinds of things that you can do this entire week of Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week. And then culminate it in North Charleston, August the 5th, 6 o'clock at Scott's Grand, the party with the purpose, the one and only D. DJ Kwame Shah of All Mobile Productions will be mixing. We are going to have the filmmaker Christopher Everett in the house. We're going to show the entire documentary Wilmington on Fire as part of the party with the purpose. So you definitely want to be there at 6 sharp because we're going to get the music going. We're going to have the food going. Then we're going to get that film started up right away so that we still have some party time after it ends. So you definitely do not want to miss this. You want to be in the house at 6. We're going to start off 6.30 with the film. So you're going to get about a half-hour dance time in there, get the film going. Film ends, we're going to get some more parties going on in there. There's going to be craft artists. There's going to be food. Come on out. It's for grown folks. It's a party with a purpose. We definitely want you to come out and support that Friday evening, the welcoming reception for everybody coming in for that weekend of celebration. Then Saturday from noon to 6, we are at the Charleston Maritime Center. Our last act should be hitting the stage around that time. We do the final drum call right after. By 7 o'clock, we're wrapped up. We're going home. So make sure that you are there again at noon when the drums sound. All right, and that will be Saturday, August the 6th. And then we're encouraging people who are going to stay around in Charleston on Sunday morning to fellowship at Emanuel AME, where the Charleston massacre truly occurred. And now here it is that when we talk about a celebration of self-determination, and we start to talk about this being the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. The reason that this festival exists, it is not just about physical movement, but the movements our people have gone through. And over this time frame, the African people have been enslaved in North America. The movement of the drum 
has been a part of the entire journey, especially here on the Gullah Geechee Nation coast. You cannot talk about our legacy, our story, without talking about the drum. So let's go back in order to go forward. Let's do some Sankofa. Go back and fetch it. Because, you know, nowadays we go to the churches, like we're telling you we're going to end the festival with, and we hear a lot of gospel music. But we often do not relate today to the spirituals and the spiritual traditions that are attached to the spirituals. And that is because many of us have no idea of the value of what our ancestors went through to create these songs and what it was they were living through in the midst of that to be able to still see. So let's talk about the journey that's called that of transatlantic slave trade. The transatlantic slave trade journey was that of kidnapped, captured individuals from the motherland, from Mother Africa. Here it is that our ancestors got on this side of the water, this side of the Atlantic, not by choice, but by force. We were brought here to be the ones that would do the work in the cotton fields, the Sea Island cotton fields, the indigo fields, the Carolina gold rice fields. And so here it is that we today don't even realize how our music was attached to that period of time in the 16, 17, and 1800s. We a lot of times say, oh, I don't want to hear the most slavery songs and I don't want to hear the Negro spirituals. Well, if you don't want to hear them, then you should recognize why a lot of the things in this age and time are happening because there is nothing that sounds and resounds that draws us together like the drum and like those spirituals. Just think about that for a minute. Think about it. Many of you will hear a car, like y'all remember that song, car drive by with the booming system, car drive by, car drive by with the booming system, right? Some of y'all remember the song King Kong. All of that has to do with how many times in the hood we hear cars going by bumping, loud music. Now, the older some folks get, then they can't take loud music anymore. And there are other folks who it don't matter how old they get. If that was their kind of music, they're ready to hear it any time that it's playing and wherever it's playing. You understand? And overstand? So here it is that there are many, many, many folks who to this day do not recognize why the young people, though, want to hear that music. Don't bother them one bit when that kind of music plays, plays loud, plays booming. They don't have a problem with the cars driving by, with the booming system. In fact, they are like, bring it on. They look forward to the opportunity to hear the music. 
and because they're drawn to it. Well, this is because that centerpiece in the head of the drum is signaling them. It's reconnecting with their spirit, with their soul, with the living legacy of their ancestors in a way that had become illegal in 1739. Tonight, I dedicated this program to Cato, or Jimmy, of the Stone Rebellion. And many of you who listen to the broadcast on a regular basis, you know that I often speak of the Stone Rebellion. I often speak of Cato or Jimmy. But there are so many people who do not realize that there was such a thing called the Stone Rebellion that happened here on the coast of Carolina. That happened because the Stono River was along which a group of Angolan men got the word about the Spanish king's edict that said that if any Negroes shall escape Carolina and make it to La Florida, convert to Catholicism, they will then be manumists and given arms and land. They then were the people who were the front line to protect La Florida from the invasions of those who were fighting against the Spanish, declaring that land as their own. So here it is that Gracia Real de Santa Teresa de Mose or Fort Mose, drums sounded, drums of celebration sounded, when people that were part of that Stone Rebellion, those Gullah Geechee men, those Angolan men, and those women that marched, that cried liberty, made their way down the King's Highway, which is now Highway 17, all the way from what is now South Carolina through what was a buffer zone then, which is Georgia today, and then made it to right outside of St. Augustine, Florida. Can you imagine the journey through the wilderness, which ties to a song we shout to? How do you feel when you come out the wilderness, leaning upon the Lord? Can you imagine the journey that our ancestors took, beating the drum as they marched? Can you imagine the journey our ancestors took after 1739 when all of a sudden, if they were caught beating the drum, they could be hung, they could be beaten because the drum was now illegal. It was an illegal weapon. It was an illegal musical instrument. It was an illegal mode of communication. Here it is that that drum signaled to draw our people together back then, 1739, to say march for your freedom, march for your rights, stand up for liberty, liberty for yourselves, liberty for the coming generation after yourselves. Stand up, people, and join together. So here it is that all these generations later, when our youth hear a sound of bass, they're drawn to it. Some of us have been so assimilated, we fight against it. We push away. We don't want people to hear that we love the sound of the bass still, that we don't want people to recognize how that drum of freedom still resounds in our hearts. So some of us have lost our cultural and spiritual connections 
We've lost our cultural and spiritual minds because we lost our drum. And not because the 1740 slave codes that made it illegal for us to play the drum are still being something enforced, but simply because we are not enforcing learning who we to be down young and thing like that. And the journey we our sisters and never had to take and thing like that. And how they drunk and the cow eat freedom. And remember, I said that they were marching, crying, liberty. Yes. Think of that legacy. The 1700s, they are marching to freedom. Here it is, we fast forward to the 1900s and the 50s, the 60s, the 70s. People are marching, and what are they doing as they march? Many are no longer carrying the drums in their hands and beating them out, but they're carrying those drums in their hearts. But they are now singing songs that they have done, as we would say in this day and age, a remix to. We would have said back then, a remake of the songs that within them were embedded a legacy of freedom, embedded a communication that was coded, embedded the messages of the journey, or children, how shall I send thee? I go and send Hunter one by one. I go and send Hunter two by two. But Hunter, children, till that time, stay in the fields till the war is ended. Because you know, great camp, the meeting in this your promised land. Hold upon the plow, children. And then, here it is, instead of holding upon the plow, we start holding on to freedom. We start changing from keeping our hand upon the plow to keeping our eyes on the prize. And here it is that we start to sing about keeping our eyes on the prize. And here, many of us today don't know what that prize is. That prize was freedom. That prize and that focal point was always freedom. That was the center of that drum head that was beaten out from the time of Cato and these other Angolan men all the way through into the 1960s, into the civil rights movement, the civil rights era, when we marched, those were the same sounds that people still sang when people started to make the disco music and take some of those songs and add a fast dancing beat to them. And folks started being able to dance in a different way, dance in the way that you do in the club, not the way you do in the bush hour and the brush hour when you shout. Here it is that the spirit of it got altered. So sometimes in the midst of the party, in the midst of the dance, we lost the legacy. We lost the focus. We didn't realize anymore what the prize was what it was that these songs originally meant, who it was that originally created them. But then when the hardship set in, it didn't change a song that evolved out of the same places and the spaces. People would go down to the water for a leewall and thing like that, and for a high spirit and thing renewed. Plenty of time, 100 children in shell coming out the wilderness and thing like that, one spot upon the shoreline. You had a set of other rest of children were down there, you wanna in what hunter with a yeti call the bottoms down in the deep south and thing like that. But yeah, you would have yet in and down the Dutch road in the chick joint. And so here it is that spirits that were partying in the joints and jamming back then were losing the focus of what all that meant. 
or never connected to it. But when those days were hard for them, coming out of the field, and they felt like, yeah, the spirituals might move some folks, but that's not the move I want. They found their way down there to the joints, and they sang the songs in another way. But here it was. It all had that same syncopated rhythm that came out of those same Sea Island cotton fields, that came out of those indigo fields, that came out of those Carolina gold fields, that had that cadence and that rhythm that kept us in syncopated harmony yet moving together. And so they did. Don't care how crowded a juke joint becomes, ain't nobody going home. People want to still get in there. As y'all hear that song, get in now, right? Y'all like to do all the line dances now. Well, there was a time when people could dance on their own. There were couples that took the floor, that could Lindy Hop, that could Charleston. Oh, yes, the same city I said we're going to had a dance named after it. Oh, but did you know where the dance came from? Oh, the Charleston from those little churn at the Jenkins Orphanage, spreading that dance from them bottoms all over to the different cities where they went to raise money for an institution that yet still stands in Charleston, South Kakalaki right now, a place that you could visit and support when you come to the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. Many of you who watch Gullah Geechee TV have heard me talk about this legacy and this journey of our music and have included the history of the Jenkins Orphanage and the history of the Charleston. Well, for the first time on Saturday at that St. Helena Community Market that I mentioned will happen again on July the 30th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on St. Helena Island at the Dr. Martin Luther King Memorial Park. Here it is that a gentleman named Jenkins who met me before at one of our celebrations here on St. Helena, and we talked about our story and the journey, came out last Saturday to again purchase books to learn more about the history of who we to be down here and thing like that. Even though his roots are out of the Jenkins of the Jenkins orphanage, he wanted to purchase books about the historical legacy of St. Helena Island. Why? Because he was so inspired by the work he's seen us doing to hold upon the land that he has bought a piece of land. And when he retires, he's coming to St. Helena, not back up to the Charleston, but down to St. Helena. But here it is that he wants to be back on the coast, back within the midst of them places of gathering where people still are shouting things like that, where people still are whole punny culture and the tradition and things like that, where Hunter can still hear the people drum with Dini Hot, with Dini Han, with Dini Punny, stamping stick, hitting that wood floor and things like that in the Prius house, with the Prius house and things still a style alongside that quick show. And thing like that, and Hunter could go in there and eat it. After Hunter, I've been to the church, and so now when we come full circle, we realize that not everybody lives some type of isolated, compartmentalized lives. That is why we don't usually classify our music within the Gullah Geechee Nation. But I realize that ethnomusicologists do. And they will call some of our spirituals, you know, sacred music and some secular music. They will call some work songs and other spirituals and Negro spirituals. Let's drop the Negro. It's the spirituals. And the spirituals are the official music of the Gullah Geechee Nation and that 
of the state of South Carolina. And in previous years here on our celebration of Black Music Month, you can go back and listen to those in our archives where we detail our journey, our story about the spirituals. But remember, I just talked to you about St. Helena. Yes, St. Helena Island was where those spirituals were first codified, first written down by many people who were visiting our shorelines back then, heard those songs sung, heard the boatmen out there singing as they paddled across the rivers because many of our islands still did not have bridges from the 1600s all the way to the 1900s, and there are some right now that we are fighting to support the communities that need to have some form of safe transportation to and from their islands where these islands are yet still not connected by bridges. And I know some of y'all will say, that probably helped them out and that might be better off. Well, I'm going to tell you what, that's another topic for another night because many of those islands are the ones on which people have not been able to keep their culture and keep their land and keep their cultural traditions because they got displaced by those searching for these islands, searching for paradise, searching for a place and a space that they could be away from everything else. And when they arrived, they didn't want to hear the music. I will never forget when Mr. Charlie Simmons of Hilton Head Island, God bless the dead, said to us during a celebration and a discussion with the people that had come to learn more about our story and our living legacy, that his children and his grandchildren could no longer have their cookouts like many people are right now coming home in the next few days or they're en route now for all these family reunions and celebrations during the 4th of July time and there will be music playing all over in different parts of various sea islands and downtown Chucktown and downtown Jacksonville and all these kind of other rest of places of so but here it is that when others move into your community, they have the audacity to say that they don't want to hear the loud music. And they call the police on little children playing radios while their parents are outside barbecuing. And so when I heard this had happened on Hilton Head, I couldn't even respond in front of people because I wondered why did they sit back and allow others to come onto their island and silence their drums? Why would you allow someone else to come into your community and disrupt your family? These are your traditions. This is your legacy. You have every right to continue to beat the drum, to shout when Hunnawan shout, to be able to sing the songs of freedom that have kept your families and your communities empowered, and that's why you still live there. But, oh, wait, maybe that's it. Because if they could continue to illegalize your drum, make it so that your spirit doesn't even connect to that sound, maybe you will no longer connect to each other. Maybe you will behave like many that I'm seeing from these islands that do not connect with the rest of the Gullah Geechee Nation, that instead only think that they are to work and to toil in other people's places to 
clean the toilets and to cut the grass and to make the beds or to try to simply be a part of the tourism that then brings in more to displace themselves but have no connection to their true legacy and to their nationhood. Maybe they can't see because they can't hear because they don't hear the sound of the drum resonating anymore in their heart, their mind, their soul. So without that link, they can't think. Without that link, they can't think. Hence, we go back in time again to 1740. You are not to play the drums. Three or more Africans are not to gather together without an overseer present. You are not to read or write. And Africans are not to own land. Yes. So if I parallel it to the places that seem as if they are just about offended by us singing the spirituals, by a shouting when we want to shout, pouring a libation, and I look into the eyes of them and see how nervous and jittery they get when this is taking place, those are the same islands where Gullah Geechee communities have largely been displaced. And yet, in places like Santelna, Wamalaw, John's Island, thing like that, where the hundred children still show the thing like that, Yona in Saul agree, they still show the say we know who we to be. We be Gulagichi anointed people. These places are still here. They're still thriving. They're still surviving. This is the legacy that folks can still see. And half a guine yona way down the dot road to the bottoms and thing like that, it's all tall. I see we are yet we. It's like a honor of yet we ancestors, Yona. But so now, what does one do in the context of the journey when the music is altered even yet today as people not only feel that they can study who you are and then recreate it for others' entertainment? So you have ethnomusicologists altering the sounds of the songs, not realizing that alters the cadence, the meaning, and will alter whether or not we connect to it and are drawn to it, the way those children are still drawn to the bass. Here it is that we have a situation where people have anglicized the spirituals. They have now orchestrated them where they actually do them in the way that the Fish Jubilee singers sang them. That is not the tradition we had. That is a Europeanization of African tradition. It's assimilation. And so when that is sung, it's no wonder many of us don't gather around it. We hear it. We know what it's supposed to be doing, but it doesn't draw you. So I would say that those who wanted to accomplish defeating the level of communication that Africans had in the way that we had it when we did the songs in our mother tongue and we did them with the drum, with the syncopated polyrhythm, accomplished what they wanted to accomplish because now when we hear that other kind of stuff, it repels us, it doesn't draw us. The ones who are drawn to it often are the ones who will say, I ain't left nothing down there in that dirt. I don't need to go back on no island. And they think of the yeah, the people that crack your teeth like that issue that then some uneducated like people and things like that are to cracky. They honestly think that because others of us speak another language that somehow we're not intelligent. That we're uneducated. And they don't want to affiliate themselves with what they assume shows a lack of education. But I would say 
they lack knowledge of their own legacy. They have forgotten the journey, if they ever knew what it was, of the drum into the bush arbor and the brush arbor, where the spirituals were created, and how those spirituals, when they got altered as they went to these cities and they went further into the bayous down in the deep south and down in La Florida, altered and became songs of blues, songs of sadness. These songs of blues got sang in these juke joints and also up them train tracks as the Gandhi dancers made the sounds as they nailed those tracks into the ground, some being on the chain gang having to do it. And then they got the chain gang songs that got recorded and many times are in the Smithsonian now. And we hear those sad, sorrowful songs, never realize that they came from those songs that could have been sad and sorrowful but actually were coded messages that actually continue to empower, that actually continue to educate, that actually continue to press us forward and to draw us together. That cycle of sound has always been part of our African legacy in North America. This is yet the Gullah Geechee journey, that now we have hip-hop artists, we have rappers, we have singers that are realizing and returning to incorporating the spirituals. Kanye West ain't the only one that put Jesus walks into a song that now is in another genre of music that's known worldwide. There are many others from the Gullah Geechee Nation, whose names haven't blew up just yet. But when they do, you will hear the sounds in their songs, and it should cause you to reminisce and reconnect and say, wait a minute, we got to get back down to the Sea Islands. That'll be their chill over yet this year in Kalamachuna. So no matter what beat they put it over, the beat always is about the drum and the center of it and the living legacy that continues to help us to march, to help us to march in syncopated rhythms for freedom. So that is why even in our human rights era that we are in now, that we continue to move spiritually to our spirituals. That is why even now we can pour libation and celebrate the Gullah Geechee Nation and our people's strength that was gained the more that we gathered together, whether we gathered in the bush arbor, the brush arbor, or in the juke joint down the dirt road, and how we can still gather together on the shoreline celebrating just who we be with the drums and maybe even with the record player, the CD player, or the MP3. Either one you use, on a silk or a yeti, how we to be Gullah Geechee. So this musical legacy is a journey that takes you from the fields to the sea to the waterways to the estuary, always still about who we to be. So from the drums of Cato onward through the codifying of the spirituals into written music, to us taking others' music, the hymns that are brought onto the sea islands, and making them into our own sound and our own songs, to when we journey and feel that pain today, sometimes using a spiritual or a gospel song, and other times using the blues to get it all out of your soul, but then to be able to lift yourself again, to be able to chant and to be able to dance, to be able to see the blues turn into a place and a space where the rhythm is added back into it and have R&B 
to help you still along your journey and then to have our youth come along and take this from the disco to the house music to the hip-hop, to the techno, to the groove that still have our soul in our song. And so we have artists today like Gwen Yvette of St. Helena Island. We have artists today like Latrice Bush of Bluffton. We have artists today like Jeff Floyd out of Jacksonville, Florida. We have artists today like Glenn Jones out of Jacksonville, Florida. We have folks from back of Yana singing about that sweet soul music like Arthur Connolly out of coastal Georgia. We have had so many great even up to the moment that American Idol was run by Candace Glover of St. Helena Island. We have so many people who have journeyed around the world, myself in the Gullah Connection. You have the Georgia Seattle Shouters. You got the McIntosh County Shouters, also out of Georgia. Here it is that you have the rhythms of our sounds that have continued to engage people because when that drum sounds, when that shout starts, when the polyrhythms move you, honey, ha, as the song say, honey, got to move. When God get ready, honey, going to have to move. You have the moving star hall, folks from John's Island, that their music is part of the Smithsonian's collections, the Library of Congress's collections of how we have kept our traditions alive and the legacy within those sounds and how those sounds have kept us sane. That is truly the blessing of the drum. That is the blessing of our polyrhythmic hand clap, often called the Sea Islands clap. That is the blessing and the strength that is in our legacy, our music, and our movement. And so there's so much more that I could share with you, and there's sounds we could just play, but it would be better for you to come on the journey with all of we. I'm encouraging you to be here for this celebration of self-determination, launching it at Mosquito Beach, one of the many places where them just joints I'm in a crack with teeth about was situated in the 1950s and the 60s and the 70s and come and learn from those who were there firsthand how it was to have us gather. There used to be 2,000 to 3,000 people every weekend at Mosquito Beach. I'm expecting you to be here as we set that record again this year on Saturday, July the 30th, when Frankie the Big Bob will come out and spin the way old Bob Nichols used to do. Oh, honey, children, what dear Jonah? I can see you. You're looking good. I see you out there. You're looking good. So y'all who Gullah Geechee, you know how to crack me deep about any. Okay, then. And so for those who are not familiar with these names, you're not familiar with the kind of music we used to party to and what we party to now, I encourage you to come on out and join the journey. And it has been a blessing to have an opportunity to celebrate Black Music Month at the Southern Soul Music Festival that happened in Charleston on the 18th of June because during that event, Kid and Play mentioned about South Carolina roots and their family. Brother Kwame talked about his grandmama being from Charleston, South Carolina, 
It's just like when the legends of hip-hop came. Big Daddy Kane wanted it to be clear. He had family who roots stemmed from the coast, but they eventually migrated into Orangeburg area and how he has love for South Carolina because of that. There are numerous artists that are out there who they realize that they would not have had the musical history of their families had their families not brought that good old Gullah Geechee music with them to cities even like New York City. And so when you read some of the things from the Harlem Renaissance period of time and all that grooving that been going on back at Yona, go back and look at where the legacy was on the land that those writers were writing about that those singers were singing about, trace their roots back down south. Trace their roots back to those dirt roads. You'll definitely trace those roots back to the church and the praise house and the bush arbor, the brush arbor, and the choke joint for show. And so here it is that we honor the musical skills of modern times with the DJs that can scratch like our brother, DJ Jazzy J, who is, again, a native of St. Helena Island, and many people, and as far as other people, is off of Ladies Island in Beaufort County, South Kakalaki, and a lot of folks think he's from the Boogie Down Bronx or from uptown somewhere in the NYC. But as he told me last one, he said, Queen, I keep telling these folks I'm a country boy. But here it is that many times when we take who we are to other places, it's just like when our music, black music, goes to other places. People start to love it so much, they want to copy it. They want to emulate it, but they alter it. And after a while, if nobody teaches the history of that musical journey, then these things become forgotten. So even though Black Music Month is winding down, you still have some more days left that you should support somebody out there that has a CD as MP3 that you can go purchase the songs online at CD Baby or iTunes or Amazon Music, purchase it because that was the purpose of Black Music Month, to encourage economic empowerment for black musical artists. So find some Gullah Geechee artists. I named several on this episode. You can go to GullahGeecheeNation.com, and you can find several more that we've blogged about, not just this year, but every year. You can also go to GullahGeechee.biz and purchase some music or find these artists on iTunes and purchase their songs this month. But you can also go to GullahGeechee.info and Come on out and join the family at the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival, August 5th through the 7th in Charleston, South Kakalaki. When you hear the sounds of the drums from our drum corps and from Wanawamalan, and then you hear the articulation of the music through the reenactments, and then you hear the articulation of the music in our songstresses' sounds, our featured artist this year, Gwen Yvette, you'll see the connection for yourself. Hona Guayeti, that connection for Hona Self. And trust me, if you have a drum left in your soul, it will reignite it to play again. And so let me give you an opportunity, if you're out there listening live, to call in tonight if you have something that you want to share. Maybe you have blessed an artist this Black Music Month. We'd love to hear about that, how you celebrated this month, and how you are part of our musical legacy in the Gullah Geechee Nation. You can call in now to 347 347- 
347-324-3903. And I just want to say thank you, thank you to all the family down in Florida and things like that. Just got back from there just in time, literally, to come on the air. And so it is a blessing to have this opportunity for this journey. And I am looking so forward to the folks from Florida, from Georgia, from North Kakalaki coming on down into South Kakalaki, not only to Mosquito Beach on Saturday, July the 30th, as we launch Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week, uh, celebration of self-determination, but also joining us at the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival August the 5th, that Friday evening, 6 o'clock, Scott's Grand, the party with the purpose, with the one and only DJ Kwame Shah and brother Christopher Everett with the showing of the film Wilmington on Fire. Someone asked me today, how can they get to see the film? I said, you need to come to the festival. Be there on Friday, August 5th, that Friday evening, and see this film and see what happened when our folks in North Carolina were self-determined, when they were economically empowering one another and the extent to which people went to destroy that. So we are here as the living legacy to show you might have gotten a few, but we still did, and we ain't going nowhere. So that will be Friday, August the 5th at Scott's Grand, and then Saturday, August the 6th, we are at the Charleston Maritime Center from noon until Seven is when we shut it all down, but you want to be that noon when the drums first sound. And then on Sunday, we are encouraging you to fellowship at Emmanuel AME on Calhoun Street, Mother Emmanuel, that many of you around the world have seen in the news in a heartfelt, painful way. But I want you to know that we will still have some shouting and celebration here underway. So we want you to come on out, support the event, the event helps to support other institutions and other things that we're doing in the community. You can also always email me to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. And I want to thank all of our worldwide listeners that download this show each and every week via iTunes, that number continues to increase. And I know how it is, especially in the summertime. Folks are traveling, they're moving around. But I noticed that if I missed one episode, like last Monday, we didn't have a show only because I had to go to a meeting to make sure what was going on with them meeting about the stormwater in Beaufort County, South Kakalaki. And if you haven't filled out a stormwater survey, email me to G-U-L-L-G-E-E. C-O at AOL.com. If you follow us at Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook or the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, who are our sponsors for this program on Facebook, you saw that we recently posted about the survey. Make sure to get that done before July 1st. They need the comments in before July 1st. So I went to the meeting to find out exactly what they were doing and had to forego the show. But I got emails and I got Facebook messages. Was there something wrong? Because the show didn't pop up um, this time. So I appreciate you all because that shows me that my living and my work is not in vain and that you appreciate the broadcast. So I truly appreciate all of you who listen to the show on demand, on your iPads, on your iPhones, that you download it from iTunes, and especially those who are on uh, Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page, 16,000-plus strong. We're going to get to 20,000 before the 20th anniversary of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition in December, I am sure. And all of you who are following at Twitter and at 
Periscope. We're also at Gullah Geechee on Periscope and at Gullah Geechee on Instagram. We appreciate you for continuing to share the information that we post, and especially we appreciate everybody that shares what we post about Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Kadisha that we show. So we definitely want you to continue to celebrate these last few days of Black Music Month, and we want to encourage you to not only this month, but every day all year, support Gullah Geechee businesses, support black businesses. This is the way we thrive and we survive, and we have the economic empowerment to be self-sustaining for many, many generations to come. That is how we pay the greatest homage to our ancestors, knowing who we to be, holding upon this land where left we, and holding upon the culture and sharing the wealth with one another. So definitely you have to build up wealth to be able to share it. And we want to build up wealth of spirit, wealth of knowledge, as well as financial wealth to be able to continue to uplift one another and leave something as a legacy to the next generation. So for our ancestors, I said, thank you, thank you for the legacy. Honor done left we. May we do honor proud. Thank God we still adhere upon this journey. And we be Gullah Geechee, anointed people. This year the Queen Quet. Head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that 100 children tune in one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. You can always find me at queenquet.com, Q-U-E-E-N-Q-U-E-T.com. And you can also find the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition at gullahgeechee.net, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E dot N-E-T. And again, if Hona won't go, go to Gullah dot info and get your tickets now for the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. Continue to follow our blog at Gullah dot com and you will know more about the various events that are coming up for Gullah Geechee Nation Appreciation Week, and we will be covering throughout July the various counties and cities and towns that are issuing proclamations, and that's how it's about to grind down, because you know we still going to be around. Round the drum, round the shout, honey children. So we just want honey for join. We punish your journey, because the Gullah Geechee musical legacy continues and will never end as long as we on these islands upon the sea. Tanky, tanky, this year the queen quit. Head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad they hunted chillin' tuning in one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station.